Welcome to Book Club the Musical where we don't sing and we don't read books. This is episode 5 I think. We're talking about New Religion Hyena by They. And there's some fun punctuation and capitalization rules in there if you're typing that or writing that. But we're just discussing it and we don't agree on everything this time. And instead of getting angry at each other we just laughed a bunch. So this is a pretty fun episode. I hope you enjoy. This one should be fun because I think we might have some disagreements uh, oh, about no. stuff. But first thing first, it's one singer, one producer, right? Yep. Uh, well, okay. the producer sometimes is on the track. Sometimes like he like raps. Vocals? No, like sometimes he kind of oh. does like you know how it's like rap singing. Some so sometimes he does like those lines. So when it's more it's more rap, it's probably the producer yeah, so, stepping in. Yeah, so they is comprised of Drew Love and Dante Jones. Drew is from Washington, D.C. Dante is from uh, Aurora, Colorado. And they both moved out to L.A. And they both were producing and writing songs for people, and they met that way and immediately bonded. And uh, fun fact, Africa was the first song they ever made together. It's also the first song on the album. Yes. Maybe it goes in chronological order. That's um, Pinkerton by Weezer goes in chronological order. Yo, and we got a way to bring up Weezer again. Yeah, getting it out of the way early. Yeah, this this time in the first five minutes. It's like a lot of people interpret it as like a concept album where it tells the story, but really the tracks are in the order that they were written. That's cool, though. they didn't want to change it from that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so these guys are industry veterans, but this is their first album because they've spent all their time writing songs for other people, basically. Yes. Um, I'll go to my general notes first. Okay. Uh, the production quality, just speaking on quality, is crazy on this whole album. Everything is layered to crazy levels. It's, all the drums are super detailed, going off in crazy directions. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different instruments going into it, different sounds. Everything's, uh, everything's a little different, but it's there's a cohesiveness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, really energetic, basically from start to finish. There are some slower songs, but even the slower songs have a level of energy to them. And then um, I have one huge problem, and oh, that's no. like... Like, every three songs or so, they bring in those, like, new metal guitar tones. <laughs> Are you talking about Motley they, Crue specifically? Yeah. Not, okay, Motley Crue, <laughs> I have, Motley Crue, I think they did it in a good way, and okay. it sounds good. Um, what You Want, I think, is the worst offender, <laughs> where it's, it's like, there's, like, the palm mute... Like, in the verse, there's, like, the palm mute chugs, like, at the end of every four bars. And I was like, oh, boy, what is going on here? And then it gets to the chorus, and they, they just they just go all in, and it's just, it sounds so, like, old and cheesy. It's, uh, it doesn't work at all. But Motley Crue is the good example, and What You Want is the bad example. Yeah. Like, What You Want, honestly, it's, like, a little offensive 
on my ears. Like, it's to that level where it's just, it's not, it's not even like, oh, they're going for something different. It's like, oh, they are personally attacking me for trying to listen to this album. Attacking with a guitar. Oh my god. I guess let's just go track by track then, because (laughs) we already know what way this conversation is going to go. Personally, Africa is my favorite song from them. And I think it was a perfect uh, opener to an album. Like, I think that's one of the best songs as an album opener, like, I've ever heard. Like, I don't know, that introduction's great on it. And I just really love that song. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's catchy. I, I don't think a lot of their songs can be described as catchy. But this one, it's catchy despite being weird. Really? So you it's really be, cool. You think that's the catchier one on the album? Not not the catchiest, but I think it stands out as being catchy because it's catchy even though the vocal melody is, like, split between two parts. And, like, the the second part is, like, really, like, distorted and strange. So it's still catchy even though that stuff's going on. So I think that's, like, makes it stand out. I think the vocal mixing is really cool with the stuff that I just talked about. Yeah. Having, having not necessarily the background vocals, but, like, the second vocal part be, like, really crazy. And coming in every once in a while, space. I also like it bit. lyrically more than a lot of songs. Yeah, it's, on the it's one of the yeah, it's one of the stronger lyrical songs. Definitely. Because yeah, like most of their lyrics is kind of like the like traditional kind of like stereotypical rap verses. Yeah. But Africa's a little different. I like cannot stop saying check my cerebellum, I could tell them for like months now. <laughs> yeah, that's I also love money, they're... so I hate money. <laughs> money sucks. Um, <laughs> money their sucks. Lyrics, their lyrics are at the level where they're not ignorant. They're actually putting effort into doing complex rhymes and stuff. But thematically, they're not really doing anything new or interesting. It's at the level where you just kind of, like, a lot of, like, trap artists and stuff, you listen for the sonic quality of the words, but you don't really absorb the lyrical yeah. meaning behind them. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of just letting the lyrics, like, wash over you, which, honestly, a lot of the artists I like, that's the level that they're at, so that doesn't bother me. No, and I really like yeah, the, like, no. weird flute thing that they have in the background, like, the boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And it's such a weird song, like, a weird thing to add into a song. Oh, okay, so then next is Deep End. Deep End I thought was cool at first, but the more I listened to it, the more it sounded like, like a Backstreet Boys beat or something. Yeah. It was, so it is like, I don't know, it, the the piano part was cool, but the piano, the having the guitar in unison with the piano part was like too much of a throwback to like that yeah. like t- early yeah. 2000s pop sound. Like Britney Spears. So they, yeah. Yeah, like, Britney Spears. Actually as soon as I see the name Deep End, all I hear is long days. Deep and working long days. Like that lyric, <laughs> like that part gets stuck in me forever. As soon as I see Deep End, that's all I hear. But I think it's like catchy and weird. Like this whole album, like I recently listened to a po- like an interview with them and um, like they are just like, too, like after meeting them too, like they're just two goofy guys who like happen like, one can really sing and one can really produce, and they're just hanging out, like, and that's what this album is, so, like, knowing that, like, it's a, I think it's a really fun album, and then when you, like, start to, like, break it down, it's, like, it's not the best album, but it's really fun. But and it's, it's fun, nice. yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, cool to hear, like, 
to know like two guys just having fun and then it comes out this good for just two guys fucking around like for africa to be like a just like they just made that song is crazy because like that's yeah. my favorite one of my favorite songs and for that to and be it their sounds first like there's so much too. more going on yeah well, so kind of messing up the order of the, what we're talking about, but going off the momentum of what you just said. Yeah. I think the last song you write captures that feeling of people just having fun making music. Yeah. Like, that song is my favorite song on there. I love you, right? It's, oh, my God. It's, it's, you write is Yeah, my this song I have song no too. problems with. Um, I, I think this has a sense of humor to it that I would expect from friends hanging out making music that I don't really get anywhere else, except for in, like, little tiny pokes. What's interesting... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you can... you can. Oh, no, it was just more uh, background. Button. So, Africa was the first time I ever made, but that was not dropped until the album came out. They were on SoundCloud, and the first song they ever dropped was Motley Crue, and then they didn't post anything for months, and then it was um, Bad Habits. And Bad Habits was the one that got them big, and that's how I found them. It was, like, a year and a half ago. Like, Bad Habits just was, like, on, like, a lot of artists I follow reposted it. So that's how I found you're, them. You're pronouncing it wrong. What? It's Bad Habits. <laughs> bad Habits. <laughs> um, so Bad Habits was, so it was Motley Crue, and then Bad Habits blew them up. And then, what was the third one that was around? I think the third one was, like, only on SoundCloud, but, like, so it's weird to hear, like, that's what they put out. Like, Motley Crue and Bad Habits was like, this is our sound. And then this album came out, and it's not exactly that way. And, yeah. So and I also think it's weird that Africa was made so far advanced and never released until now. Just some background. Yeah. Damn, I really like Motley Crue. That is a I crazy think, song. I think that's the way you put rock guitar into, like, a trap R&B sound. It's it's got a little more melody to it. It's not it's not overly distorted. I love and I think you can you can do distorted stuff if you if you try a little harder than just doing like pop rock riffs. And it's um the sense of melody which you would expect from an R&B hook continues into the verse. There's like a really strong sense of melody throughout the whole song. And there's rapping in it too, which is good for the variety. Yeah, of I love that they threw the rap in like that, and how it like is paced out too. Like I think they just that song is crazy. It's so weird. Like it's just a weird track. Yeah, and it's a good summary of like all the sounds that they kind of want to like sample. So mm. I think that that's a it was a good move for them to like release that first. Because I think that's a summation of their there's... style or like their background going into this. I don't know if there's, like, any samples on here. It seems like no. they're playing the guitars and stuff when it comes in. Yeah. The only like, sample um, is on, is, well, it's not even a sample, they just took from, on Dante's Creek, which I got yeah. in trouble for asking them too much about it when I met them. What did you ask? I just kept asking about it. I was like, that's why this album took two years, because you guys can not get clearance. And he was like, I can't comment on that. I go, oh, you're in a 360 deal, and you can't comment on it. That's how you got it. He goes, I can't say that. I was like, oh, so that's what happened? He's like, I can't say it. I'm like, that's what happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, was I was grilling him about it. If I was asking them about it, I would. my first question would be, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my God. Oh. Uh. 
I don't even want to say anything about We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> it's... No, we could just... We can go out of order. I think that's okay. better than being strict. I like it's not funny at all. Creek. It's not funny at all. Like it it's just stupid. I like no, it. It's bad. It's yeah, it's it's I, I like a joke like without a punchline, but it's it's the punchline's not or the setup's not funny either. <laughs> it's supposed to be a joke, right? Is it? I think it's just them having goofing off. Like this whole album is like them having fun and making what they want to hear, and they were like, "Fuck it, like let's do the Dante Dawson's Creek intro over." But then you have to put jokes in the song. <laughs> Yeah, but like, I think besides the I don't want to besides the direct line, the rest of the song you gotta like listen to it separately. Like if you ignore that, it's a complete Dawson's Creek remake, and that is why I hate it. <laughs> it's the very sense of it. They did it live, and it sounds really good. I think it was just like a hey, look at I can sing, and he just like well, if if you didn't know the original, it would sound fine. <laughs> but the fact that it's like a borderline meme <laughs> joke and then the rest of the song just pretends it doesn't happen. <gasps> it's just like the first line happens and the rest of the song's like, ignore that, we're gonna do a real song. <laughs> Wait, this is a different song. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's funny. That yeah, that one's that one and um what you want are the two ones that um like like politically opposed <laughs> like they go against my beliefs what the fuck I thought this would be a fun album everyone having a good time like cool nice songs like, and here I'm politically opposed Beats. to two songs <laughs> shuts it down I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating no fun the, in the book club <laughs> I'm, I'm exaggerating but those those two songs uh, suck the life out of the the trailers Jesus that's not an exaggeration. That's how I really feel. Okay. It's just funny because last week we were like, oh, sorry, Riz, for like shitting on old young. And then this one you're like, no, no apologies. Fuck this track. Yeah. No. Yeah, I feel bad for shitting on it because he put so much effort into the lyrics. And this is the lyrics from Dawson's Creek intro. That's a whole different, that's a whole different world of lyricism. Oh my God. Um, alright <laughs> I don't even want to talk about what you want anymore I Well, think someone say you... something nice about it We, we gotta get everyone's I opinion. think it's yeah. catchy I like the part yeah. I like the what, when it gets like weird Right before the chorus I'm combining songs I combine a lot of songs in my head with No, them. you're talking about the right one Yeah, like the what you want from me You know yeah. what I'm Like I like that a lot That they mm -hmm. just drop it And make it kind of quieter as, like, instead of, like, amping it up, because the whole song's pretty, like, hyphy. Yeah. That's why we, we have... It, it's not just me talking about music. I mean, I need you guys to disagree with me when I don't like something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that one's definitely, a, like, a hey song. Like, that's all it's there yeah. for, is to go, like, hey, and that's it. <laughs> and they made a banger if you just want to hear... Like, if you just want to nod and, like, go like that to, like, that to a song, they got a perfect yeah. one out. Like, and they're smart with that. Yeah, like, most of these songs, like, What You Want and, like, Bad Habits and stuff, like, I'm just, like, thinking of a house party where everyone's just kind of, like, nodding their heads, 
like, not even caring about the lyrics, kind of just, like, vibing out, kind of, just, like, hanging out and stuff. I, honestly, like, I listened to this while I was hanging out with my friends, and, like, it was, like, the perfect kind of, like, background music for, like, anything that I was doing. I was just, like, chilling, and it would just be in the background. Like, that's what most of these songs, like, I feel like are. It's just, like, house party music. Yeah. I have a theory like, that, that's like, what because thinking. it took so long, like, I kept asking the guy about it. I was like, how much of it did you guys make? And then you were just waiting, and you decided to do a full album instead of an EP. Because the old songs, like, the songs that I like, like, Motley Crue, um, I even like Deep End a lot. Deep End was posted as... On SoundCloud, they have the Deep End demo, which is better than the album version, I think. So, like, I heard that one, and I really liked it. Motley Crue's crazy. And then even finding out now that Africa was an old track, I had a theory the whole time. I'm like, this sounds like half an album was made, and then you rushed and did five more songs. And that's what, like, what you want, you write. Like, all those songs are the same, like, whatever. Yeah, they're just kind of, like, fillers. Yeah, so I feel like they wanted to just do an EP, and then... They thought Don- they wanted to do Dante's Creek, and then it got a lot more serious. And they're like, "Yeah, let's just make an album," and did a lot more just like fun songs. Yeah, just kind of said because yeah, just kind of said like, "Why not?" Yeah, like you can almost like you can pick and choose which songs were pick, really made, pick out and then the which songs, songs that were, were made yeah last year right before it dropped. Like, but it was crazy to learn that Africa was one of them because I'm like, Africa sounds so different. It definitely and of does. course it's one of the old ones. So you're just you're saying you think that the the more I guess, um, I'm not sure what you're saying. No. I don't, I don't, I don't think I would be able to pick out which ones are brand new because I think going back to what I said at the beginning to be nice, the, the production level in the beats and stuff is every single song has so much detail and different weird things going on in the beat. I can't imagine any of these beats coming out quickly there's like a lot of layers and the probably revisions and stuff going on with this yeah no I don't mean like quality wise I just mean like the sub like it as a substance whole song like you can't tell me that Africa and what you want like took the same amount of time like I think Africa lyrically is a lot denser and there's more thought going into like the weird like even just from the start the weird like synth drum thing that just like na 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 the flute thing, like, that's crazy. And then what you want is just, like, a bunch of, like, aspects of a banger thrown together. Really well done. I think this is, like, an amazing, like, beautifully produced album as a whole. But I think when you look deeper into it, you can tell Africa, Motley Crue, Bad Habits, even um, Deep, the old version of Deep End are separate. And then, like, they seem like two different versions of they, like... It's real they who's like, this is our music, and then it's like fun, like, but we like to party they. And I think it works on an album, but I prefer the older ones. But I do like Truth Be Told. It grew on me. Um, I like the the pitch-shifted vocals in the hook on that song. It reminds me of, like, what some of, like, weirder EDM producers do and stuff, which is, it's nice to have stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, th- I wish they would have, I mean, maybe they did. But I wish they would have tried real horns on the hook. I, th- I not in it's not in every case that real horns sound better than synthesizers. Mm-hmm. But I think it would have in this case. We'll skip what you want because we talked enough about that. <laughs> um, about that track. <laughs> enough of it. Silence. 
they have sirens in silence, and they're not even, like, used as an instrument. It's, like, background noise, which I legitimately think should be illegal. Um, there's been many times that I've been alone and, like, looked around. Yeah, it's not even, like, the, the song doesn't benefit from it at no. all. It's just, it's there to, like, disorient you. Yeah, I don't like the sirens <laughs> To throw you off. And I don't just... Yeah! Imagine having drugs, like... <laughs> but they, um... There's some good. There's some good moments with uh, their flow on this one, like the hit. This isn't it. Yes, this, yeah. How we just like that's that's really creative way to sing that kind of separates them from other people that they sound similar to. Yeah, I think they're really creative, like for how they break up lyrics and how they say them. I guess like the pace they say them at, they like flip it up all the time. And like, I think it's like yeah. it's cool to play around with that and then still have it sound good and not sound like you're just jumping around in a song. Like to slow down and speed up like that is really cool. Back around is probably my f- second favorite beat behind Motley Crue. Uh-huh. Um the loop of the guitar, I th- maybe they like played a guitar part but then digitally looped it cuz it sounds like it's off. But then when the the rest of the instruments come in, it like effortlessly like fits into everything that's going on in a way that like you wouldn't even be able to tell it was off to start with. Yeah. And I love stuff like that. Um, and then the the drums on this song are a little crunchier, a little more natural sounding than I think a lot of the other drums. And so I I like this beat a lot. Yeah, I really like background. Works. What'd you say, Alex? I said it definitely works better than the like more synthetic. Bad habits we touched on already. I Does love anyone have bad anything habits. else to say about it? I just I just have written in my notes, I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem. <laughs> Cause it's the same song. It is. But yeah, I mean not bit. not not by the sound of it. No, just, just I the think lyrics. It was, lyrics. Like, yeah. it was like a that's what they do best, I think, is like classic trap songs and then adding like that weird rock element and something different to it. And that's like bad habits is a perfect example of that. It's yeah. two chains meets ACDC. Like, <laughs> I think that's they summed up. <laughs> that's that's. I, I would say I that's pretty agree. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> also, in last week's podcast, when you went to introduce us, you said by them. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know if I had the album title right either, but I got that. You right. got that right, and it was like by them. Thing. Okay, I apologize today for saying their name wrong. No problem. I'm sure they don't take it personally. They're gonna take Cold this personally. They're gonna take back. What was the song? You hate what you want. <laughs> and Dante's Creek. And Dante's Creek. Stop. And Dante's Creek. It also makes me sad because Dante was really nice and quiet. He looks like Big Sean, and you know, like when you take in a photo on your computer and you like drag the corner and make it smaller, but it's all proportional. <laughs> That's him. It's <laughs> literally so just Big Sean, like just small, big, small Sean. It's small Sean. <laughs> And it was so weird, because well, yeah. I kept saying that after we met them. I was like, he's fucking, like, just small Big Sean. And then on Twitter, like, two days later, he's like, I'm not even, like, a normal short guy. It's like I have normal guy proportions just shrunk. I'm like, yeah, you get it. That's you. <laughs> he gets it. All, I think, is really similar to Truth Be Told, with, like, the same kind of vocal effects and stuff. Yeah. I kind of like this song better, though. I feel like they don't need both, but they could have gone with this one instead. Yeah. But they're they're both all. they're both pretty good, and the album's not too long, so I don't. It's not that big of a deal. No, but I think yeah. like going back to like when I said it's like feels like half and half. The songs that are bunched together, like all truth be told, say when you write like 
could merge into one song almost. Like, it's the same idea made in five different ways. Different parts, yeah. I yeah. agree with that, except for You Write. I don't think You Write sounds like any other of the songs. I think that one stands out. Yeah, I do love You. I mean, I love but this yeah. whole album, because it's like, if you don't the, take it seriously, like, it's a fun album. There is, like, a subset of songs that sound kind of similar. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the rest of the songs stand out. So I guess those would be the filler tracks. Although I don't think the filler tracks are necessarily... Uh, the worst tracks, no. but that's just personal preference with like instrumentation and stuff that puts, yeah. brings the other ones yeah. down for me. It's like important to like mention like these song. None of these songs are badly made. Like they're all really well constructed songs, but you can tell some of them were throwaways compared to like what they really have going yeah. on. Yeah, definitely like filler versus like substance. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then the very end. I love back of it up. You right. Oh, okay, we'll talk about that first. I really like Back It Up, because that's the classic, like, rock bass in, like, a trap song that they do. And that was the first song I ever heard from them, and I was like, this is some weird shit. <laughs> I don't remember Back It Up, wait. The, I like, can't it remember it. Okay, now I thank remember you, it Thank you for that beautiful <laughs> rendition. <laughs> I, I now remember it perfectly. But it's like, it sounds like that. It's like, back that shit up in the background. Like, mm-hmm. It sounds more similar to Motley Crue. And then the very end of You Write, where the beat goes out and they're just like chanting yeah. and like yelling stuff. That's fun. That's funny. That sounds good. But then also the beat comes back in and it and it fits together for some reason. And it's perfect. I love it so much. Oh, that's yes, a good turn. I, I thought it was going to be another situation where you just start roasting them. No, 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 no. I love you right. I think that crazy chanting thing is, like, rap-wise, one of the most creative things I've heard all year. Nice. Alex, what were you going to say? I'm just saying, like, you right was definitely my favorite on the album. The, th- the third verse was just, like, so great. I can't... I forgot about what, like, my favorite line was. Hold on. but I love the, like, the, the Aurora s- line. Yes, that was it. That was the so one I was talking about. feeling my aura, but never been with a nigga from Aurora. And then, like, with the siren, it was, like, the perfect hype song for the ending of the album. And then, like, with the chanting, you're just like, yeah, you're right. Like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right. It's the perfect, like, you're right. I do not care about you. Fuck you. You're right. I don't care, though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think lyrically the whole album, they've been pumping themselves up. And that's not necessarily that fun to listen to unless it's someone who's like, I don't know, like some crazy personality where you're like, yeah, this person is awesome. But on, on this album, it's just like kind of cliche stuff. And then at the end, they're just like, you're, you're right. And that's, that's a totally different thing for someone to say in a song. So yeah. that stands out to me as a little more lighthearted, which I wish... Uh, they embraced more on other songs. Yes, I think, like, they put Me that too. song out, like, yeah, like, we've just been, like, dickheads, like, on, per- like, purposefully, but it's, like, that's just us, like, goofing off and, like, making these songs, like, fuck it, everyone talks about this, like, blah, blah, and then you write, it's, like, them being, like, you guys realize we're just joking around, like. <laughs> yeah, so cool, that works good as a closer, too, and it's not a typical closer, where usually a closer is like a long, cool-down song. It would have, like, yeah. you would think Dante's Creek was the last song. Yeah, but this one, this one hypes you up at the end, like, reminds you of all the best parts, except for they don't really sing that much on this one, it's more of a rap song. Yeah. It's a, it's a good summation of the attitude, and kind of gives a little more of a light yeah. twist to it. My favorite tracks are definitely Africa, 
Motley Crue and You Write. And then also, specifically, the beat to back around, that would probably be my fourth favorite. So those are the highlights, and you already know what my lowlights are. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I really uh, like... Uh, oh. Yeah, closing statements. Yeah. I hope you guys, like, enjoyed the album as a whole, because I think it's one of my favorite, like, whole albums, where every song, I'm like, if it comes on, like, I'm not skipping it, like, I fuck with it. And so, like, I think that was just, like... That's a great thing for an album to do, where it's like every song I can listen to. I know you're gonna like you hate um, your songs, but it's just like it's a good, easy album, and everyone I've shown it to so far has been like, "Oh, I fuck with this! Like, this is nice." And seeing them live, like they put a lot of work in. They really like love their music, and they're just having fun. So it's nice to hear it on an album. So I like um, it. I really like this album too. Um, I think that, like you said, it's a really easy album to listen to, it flows nicely, the production is amazing, um, and it's just a nice, like I said before, like, if I'm at a party and one of the songs come on, like, I'm gonna get hyped, I'll be like, oh shit, like, this is, like, this is a perfect song for the now, and yeah, I... I like, like, I didn't, like, love every song. There, I usually like more substance and lyrics, even though, like, that wasn't, that's just more me nitpicking and personal preference. But half of the reason why I love this album is just because of You Write. Like, that is my absolute favorite song yeah. on this. And, yeah. Like, I like the, I like the trying to bring in the more rock elements and stuff, but sometimes... It kind of sounded a little cheesy, but yeah. overall, I liked it. I'm I'm glad we did it because I'm we've been very very agreeable so far in everything that we've talked about. So I'm glad that there's songs that I don't like that you guys like, and that we can uh, have differing opinions on stuff because that's something I think we were missing in the last couple. Of years. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> we just need more problematic albums. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, it's not it's not that big of a deal. My ears were only bleeding a little oh my bit. God. <laughs> okay, it would have it would it would have been okay if after what you want there was like a interlude track where they like had an uh, an official apology for making me listen to it. Oh my god! Uh, five out of ten. That's your real rating. Yeah. For the whole album, it's got it's got two really good songs. Two absolute shit songs, and then the rest of the songs are mediocre. Wow. The production's the production's great. We didn't really talk about the vocals at all. I, or we talked about them a little bit, but the production's great and the vocals are fine. They're like they're surfable for the the songs, but nothing nothing special. That's a that's a perfectly average score. It's not it's not like school where it's a fail. It's a perfectly average. Yeah, a solid C. Um. I'm gonna, uh, I'm caught between a 7 and an 8 for me. Um, You're not allowed to say that. You have to say it. I know. I'm thinking. I'm just Let thinking out you, loud. Adiano is so pissed about that no halves thing. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, it doesn't, I get it doesn't make that much sense. But I like being, I'm like making it harder on us that we can yeah. just yeah. like. I we like can't, that too, we can't just it, go with our gut, and we have to actually, like, think about it. Me too. I'm going to go with a seven. Kay. A seven? Yeah. Um, okay. I would give the album an eight 
At, yes, an eight. No, is it already like official that I said that out loud? No. Okay. No, you're still thinking. So, honestly, I give that shit like a nine. I think um, it is so beautifully produced. Like that is, like that doesn't even like I don't even it doesn't cross my mind to criticize or even like touch on it because I think it's just like that's good. Like how they did it, how well it flows, how seamless it is, and then lyrically sometimes it falls off, and then like conceptually it falls off. But I think it is a good banger album. Like as a first shot, as just like this is us, this is our music. That's crazy to me. So I give it a nine. We have another cool. guest score. Yeah. Okay. Good. Ariana, please give a little detail on why you choose your number. I'll give it a nine, and also because same reasons, but like generally, like you hear it and you don't think this is the first album. You don't think these are people doing it for the first time, and they're getting big fast. Okay, thank you. That that brought it up a lot. Obviously, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. Like I feel like Adiana's a cheat number, <laughs> but that's good because it is a it is a very well produced album, and it gets a seven point five from us. Uh, nice. Sounds I think good. that's a perfect score for it. Yeah. I think objectively that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's the like our personal scores are going with like our own biases and then the average is the objective ranking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It got a 7.5, which I think is a perfect you if you look away from it like you don't yeah. love them that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. Does anyone have nominations for next week? And feel free for it to be something that I won't like because I'm fine discussing music that I'm not 100% cool about. That was fun. Um, um, I have a, a Check It Out. Vic Mensa dropped half of an EP. I don't know what that was. It's Manuscript, uh, one out of two. So there should be a second one. So just check that out. It came out Thursday. How many, how many tracks? Four. Any? So it's going to be like eight, eight tracks. Yeah. Total. So I don't really know. What's That's kind of a weird release thing. Yeah. He said no yeah, word about it, and then just on Twitter it was like this, uh, like Monday or Tuesday. It was Tuesday because I was at work, and he was just like, check out. He's like Thursday manuscript one out of two, and I thought it just meant one out of two images because I don't have Twitter, so I didn't understand <laughs> it. And I was like, okay. And then I downloaded it on my phone, and I was like, wait, what does this mean? <laughs> So I think there's That's a cool. second half coming out probably within the month. Uh, it's not his best, and I'm a little disappointed, but it's still pretty good because it's Vic Mensa. Okay, I'll say check it out. McConan released a new EP, uh, Fun Summer Volume 1. Not his best, and it's also, like, we've we've reviewed a bunch of, like, rap-inspired R&B artists in a row, so I'm not going to nominate it. And also, it's only on SoundCloud, and he has a monetized SoundCloud account, so you have to listen to advertisements in the middle, so it's not really, like, you you can't really get the album experience from listening to it. Yeah. Um, but it's got... Is Don't Do Too yes. Much on that? No. Check out that song. It's... It's him okay. in, like, it's, Tungi... Tungi... Inji, or something? <laughs> yeah, know. there's no features on it. Okay. Um, I, I listened to a radio show called Chillin' Island, and they have him as a guest a lot, and he always plays unreleased music, so it's mostly just, like, an official release for some of that music. But my favorite song that I've heard from the radio show that I don't know what it's called, because it's just on his hard drive somewhere, is not on there. Like, that's what I wanted to hear, and yeah. he's still holding on to that, so hopefully that comes out sometime soon, because I really want to know what that song is. Very cool. And then, I guess I'll mention SZA. I've, I, che- I checked it out, I don't really want to review it, but it's it's cool. Uh, 
album called Control, but like the button on the computer, CRTL, not the whole word. And I don't think I have any mentions or nominations this week. Check out Hone, H-O-N-N-E. They're like this British band. They're mad soulful. Soulful. I think the album only came out like a... I just heard it because they do a feature with Amine, and that's super good. So I would check out their EP. And they're different. They're really different than rap. Like they're... Was that within the week? Because you could nominate that one if you want. That sounds cool. Let me see. Hold up. Let me Google. Oh, no. Wow. Um, I'm old. This came out three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but the Amine remix just came out. Like, okay. okay. This week. Cool. Wow. Okay, so there's no official nomination, so it's my turn to make a decision. That was our round one of debut albums. We had a bunch of different kinds of debuts. We had vocal debut from a producer, a commercial debut from an artist who had mixtapes before, and a group debut from people who have been in the industry for a while. So that's a bunch of different angles to that theme, which is cool. This one's a little more hard to interpret in different ways. It's going to be an album from the year you were born. But if you want to stretch it, it could be like... I don't know, like, if you happen to be born in 1989, you could do Taylor Swift 1989 or something. Like, something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could do. But I'm, I'm doing straight up. That's uh, easy to solve because none of us were born in 1989. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't expecting... That was just that was just an easy-to-understand example yeah. of, like, a way you could you yeah. could take it in a different direction than literal. And I'm obvious... I'm not going to check and make sure that you are accurate, so you can stretch it a little bit if you want to. I mean, we're all born all of, within, like... Yeah, it's you're the oldest, the same kind and then of it's Alex, period. and then me. Like, yeah. we're all, like, within three or four years. Yeah, it's just... It's just uh, for a variety, because all the stuff we've done has been from this decade so far, so we're mixing it up that way. Uh, uh, mine is going to be debut by Bjork. That was that's from my birth year. That's funny. It's funny nice. that it's debut. It's a transition. Yeah, that's going to be different to review. Okay, I will not give you any background or preview of what it's like or how much I like it. You just have to figure that out for yourselves. Okay. Any closing statements or plugs or uh, predictions for the future? Go Nashville Predators. Game six tonight in Nashville. I think they <laughs> might have a chance of taking it back. Game six. Let's go. Cool. <laughs> Robin's on her way down, and uh, we're going to a hockey bar, so I'm probably getting punched in the face, I think. so. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to die, guys. It's been a horrible weekend. My this time, my, don't spill your prosecco. <laughs> oh, they're not, they're tragic. Not get that because we weren't recording. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> I tell the story over, guys. Yikes! <laughs> I went to the east side of the Bronx <laughs> and I brought prosecco. I have a wish that I want to record myself saying and send out to the universe. It's E3, and <laughs> I want Sega to bring back Jet Set Radio. Please make another Jet Set Radio game. Please. Uh, re-release Jet Set Radio Future on PC and I can play it widescreen and more people can buy it because the Xbox 360 is playing it on Xbox 360 sucks because it, uh, it it lags a lot and you have to have an original Xbox and nobody does except for me I have an original Xbox with Jet Set Radio Future as my favorite <laughs> please play it please release it so yeah and if we ever do a soundtrack theme we're going to be listening to the soundtrack from Jet Set Radio because <laughs> it's 
It's legitimately one of my favorite albums, not counting it being a, like a soundtrack. If it was released just on a CD, it would be one of my favorite albums. Oh, yeah. And I'm Veggie Pray for Bethesda better. E3 also. I really hope that Bethesda releases some cool stuff because it's supposed to. So hopefully <laughs> they don't disappoint you there. <laughs> okay, cool. Wait, um, Crash Bandicoot comes out July 31st. I'll, I'll, I'll edit this podcast today, probably, because I have a lot of time, but stay tuned for our video game podcast coming out tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, bye everyone. Bye. I love bye. Uh, talking about music. Right, we have differing views on the same project, which I hope happens more. That was fun. I hope you have fun listening. Next week, classic, your debut. Do I love it? Do I hate it? Why did I suggest it? It's a mystery. I don't want to influence anyone's opinions. Speaking of which, you better go listen to that before our next episode comes out so you can have your own opinions. And if you want to, you could even email me at bctmpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me what you think or tell me what you think about the podcast. And I'll see you next time. Also, a fun fact, Ariana is on the windowsill listening to Power Lines. Nice. <laughs> That's a good song.